Welcome to another edition of the McKnight's Long-Term Care News Market Leaders Podcast, where industry experts share their insights and seeds of success are planted. I'm McKnight's Executive Editor, Jim Berklin, and I'm here with Michael Christensen, the founder of Easy Shifts. As everybody surely knows, not only getting, but also taking care of your staff simply must be the obsession of any long-term care provider today. If it isn't, you can rest assured somebody else will be fixated on it. We're going to talk about the chaos that can exist so often and how to get past that. That's why it's important to use all the tools at your disposal to get who you need, when you need them, and have them reliably and happily working shifts when they're needed. Now, Michael, you know, good communication, understanding work-life balance, they're all core concepts critical to success. I know you have some intertwined thoughts on that. Can you take us there? Well, yeah, for sure. So to be clear, like when you want to plan out a good work schedule, we found it, it really doesn't oftentimes come down to a particular tool that's really the key why you would have a successful work environment. What really the key tends to be is that good communication, like you mentioned, because you have a group of people and everybody has a different situation. Everybody has a unique circumstance. Um, Some of your workers need time off in the afternoon. Some of it need in the morning. Some people need every other Friday off, those different things. So being able to communicate not just the manager or the administrator with an individual staff member, but also facilitating that the team members can communicate within each other. Then you develop a mutual understanding of each other's circumstance, and then they can really work together and collaborate to, uh, to achieve a work environment that works best for everyone. Outstanding. Now, Easy Shifts is not some Johnny-come-lately by any means, is it? How did it get started? Right. So we go all the way back to 2008. So over 14 years we've been, we've been at this. My co-founder was actually a nurse. And he, at the time, you know, started in a rural area, uh, rural Wisconsin. So uh, he worked at three different hospitals, and those hospitals were about 45 minutes apart. So at that time, if he wanted to find out what the work schedule was, or if he wanted to pick up a shift or find out what changes had taken place, he would have to drive to each hospital, something that could take a couple hours to, to find out what was going on with the work schedule. As you can imagine... That led to a lot of frustration for him. That's when he really uh, gave birth to the idea of why why can't we do this online? Why can't we put the work schedule online and have a tool to collaborate with? So the proverbial uh, garage startup, you know, many companies start up in a garage. People know Apple started up in a garage. Like that's kind of how we got started. Um, We, you know, we started the company ourselves. Um, It was really Jordan's idea. He brought in the initial ideas of what would be needed for that system based on the, the pain that he was experiencing. But um, as these things went on, the hospitals loved the idea. Our early hospital adopters um, invited us to, uh, to join in. And uh, we, sat in the, we sat at the conference table with them. We heard their concerns, their issues, and all of that kind of went into, the, uh, went into the, 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 the equation. And we included all these thoughts, and that's how we ended up with the, the product that we have today. Okay, now it started in hospitals, right? How did senior living come into play? Yeah, for sure. So uh, initially we began in in hospitals, but um, many of the healthcare systems had uh, senior living or skilled nursing facilities that were associated with their company. So of course, you know, a nurse that works at the ER is loving easy shifts. Their friend works over at the skilled nursing facility. They talk about it. It spread word of mouth pretty early on. So as early as 2012, we were adding in 
uh, skilled nursing, senior living facilities. And then we realized that um, Easy Shifts was also a really good fit for them. They needed it as well. So we began sponsoring organizations like Leading Age and Walla, Assisted Living Organization, all those different organizations. And we started meeting more and more of those operators, uh, executive directors, administrators. And with time, they've actually become a very large portion of our customer base. I'd say we're about two thirds uh, skilled nursing or senior living. Uh, it's really been a, a good, a good uh, um, customer for us. And we've, uh, as a result, have continued to evolve our product to, to be a good fit for them as well. Outstanding. Now, I've heard you say you kind of take this all, quote unquote, to heart. It's personal. What do you mean by that? Yeah, well, it's personal to me for a couple of reasons. You know, first of all, I've had a very active role in developing the product from the beginning. Um, any any founder is going to have a, a deep concern for their their company. But we also get to see how this affects our communities. For example, if I have to visit a friend that's at the hospital, and I know that the nurse that just came in and visited them, they they use easy shifts at that hospital. So I know how it's impacting our community. It's helping that hospital run smoothly. Or even my, my own grandmother, my, my grandmother, um, not to go too long into her story, but uh, she was a DON herself. Uh, she worked uh, in, in senior living, skilled nursing. She also uh, worked in a hospital as a DON. And uh, towards the end of her days, she was staying at an assisted living facility uh, not too far from where I live. And they also were an Easy Shifts users. So I got to see, you know, firsthand um, how much the, the, they really care for the people that they look after. And uh, we know that our product, we, you know, we're not the, the main way that they provide the care, but we know that we play a supporting role and we want to do everything we can to help them take good care of people because they're, they're part of our community too. No doubt. That's, that's a great point to make. Now, can you give me an example or two uh, about the key provider interaction that needs to take place? Yeah, for sure. So early on, we, we've been unique in that we really try to focus on empathy and listening to our customers. Some companies, they have their subject matter experts and they think they know everything, but reality, we, we let our customers tell us what the needs are. We let our customers tell us what needs to happen. And we actually invite them to uh, share with us ideas for features or openly tell us if something isn't right. And that's how it's been all along. So just to, just to, I mean, there's literally hundreds and hundreds of examples I could give of this because virtually every feature we have came as a result. But, you know, simple little things like um, we would have a, a skilled nursing facility tell us that, you know, we have a shift posted and, you know, somebody wants to pick up that shift, but they can't pick up the entire shift. Could they be able to pick up part of the shift and leave the other shift open? You know, little things like that. And, you know, sometimes these features come across to us like, really, is that necessary? But we, we do it be because they ask us to, and then everybody loves that feature. Or uh, another example, like I mentioned before, that early in that with the hospital users, we'd sit in the conference room and actually just brainstorm with them. I think of an example too. Um, we had a, a skilled nursing facility that had a, a little bug. Unfortunately, early on, we sometimes would have a bug in our system that we would have to fix. And they, I, w I went there personally because they were, were not too far away and uh, had them show me the bug. But then while I was there, we had a really good discussion about our time off feature. Um, we, we, you know, we have a feature in Easy Shifts where you can uh, record time off, employees can come and request time off. And she said, well, you know, be really great is when somebody, when I approve someone's time off, I can automatically open up all their shifts. 
or when I publish a schedule and they already have time off, it'll give me the opportunity to open up all their shifts. And I said, yeah, that's a great idea. I don't know why we didn't do that before. So, you know, within about a week, we turned around and implemented that for them. And they were just super happy. And the really great thing about following that approach is we are focused in healthcare. We're focused on a very specific customer. So it's the senior living, skilled nursing, uh, home health and hospitals. What one needs, most of them typically need. So as we keep improving based on suggestions from our customers, the product just gets to be a better and better fit for that for that group. Some other systems, maybe they also cater to restaurants or other industries, and their features just aren't quite the fit that you need for healthcare. Whereas we, we're really been focused the entire time on healthcare. Well, and and to be fair too, not just healthcare, you're focusing on senior care and and well also acute with the hospitals. So that has to make a difference, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, I, like I mentioned before that early on it was maybe more hospitals, but in the last several years or, you know, more like decade, I should say, that's kind of been our bigger, our bigger group uh, is the skilled nursing, senior living. They've kind of become more of our focus and we've added more and more things for them. You know, more recently, the thing that comes up a lot more in the skilled nursing, senior living is, is the idea of working their payroll through their scheduling system. And we've made a lot of progress in that area, even adding our own time clock system, our own punch clock, our own payroll reporting, integrating with a lot of the major payroll providers. Those are things that the hospitals didn't really care for too much because they had their own payroll system, their own payroll department that took care of that. But then the the skilled nursing senior living facility, a lot of times um, it could be a single administrator or even maybe one additional person that's helping them take care of that whole responsibility. So they're really looking for a system that that's able to cover that entire problem. So that's been a focus of ours this, this last couple of years. Some view it as a, a kind of a human relations uh, aspect of this. Uh, what makes scheduling such a critical part of employee interaction, in your opinion? I would say that, and this is kind of something I learned also, again, talking to our customers, the customer interactions. You know, I, I remember a time I, I met with one of the, uh, the admins in our system. And, and I just kind of asked, like, you know, what do you think really was the key to how you've been able to schedule so successfully? Because they, they've been a, just a, they have, a, I love the way they do their schedule. Like they, they use this concept of open scheduling and it, it works beautifully. I know it's a scary idea to many, but they follow that, that approach. And I was just asking, what do you think the, the key was? And maybe in my, my heart of hearts, I was hoping they were going to say, oh, because easy shifts is so great. Right. But what I learned is that they really, pointed to the importance of communication. They had to get their team together. They had to have a team meeting, have everybody on the same page, everybody understanding each other's needs, what they needed to do. That's really ultimately the key. You know, for example, like if you, if you write a really good document and you happen to use Microsoft Word, you wrote that. That was your idea, your, your composition. You don't think to yourself, well, Microsoft Word is this you know, amazing software. That's why I was able to write that. So really, the credit doesn't go to the tool. At the end of the day, these problems are interpersonal problems. They're interpersonal communication needs that need to be met, where you have to understand the needs of your team members. And, and also, too, when you have a situation in the industry where there's, there's a great deal of turnover. I know like last year, some of our customers were experiencing 20% turnover in a, in a single month. Uh, when, when you're turning over that fast, you, know, you wonder how in the world can you keep all these people on the same page with each other? And that's where I think having a good tool comes in 
So you have, you have the technology in place like EasyShifts that facilitates that communication. Uh, you can see each other's work schedule. You can see each other's time off. You can see each other's availability and you can understand um, what they need. And what's really beautiful is that the manager can put the schedule out there, maybe a couple seconds they post the schedule, and then the employees are now empowered to trade with each other. Because like we mentioned before that you know, using a template or using a tool is actually better than, than relying on a computer algorithm because that computer algorithm doesn't fully understand the needs of each individual and people's needs change over time. But because of that good communication with your staff and, and them having good communication with each other, now they don't all have to go back to the admin to discuss changes and coordinate changes. They'll start to sort those things out themselves. And then you get a team building benefit. They, they, they're helping each other. I've got your back. You've got mine. I know that you need this for your, your situation with your family. Now, can you come and help me with this? And then they, they work together. They help each other. But they have the tool in place that enables them to do that, whereas before they would not have had the information to do that. Also, the administrator has the ability to put certain controls on the schedule. Like if they want to lock out overtime for a certain week, they can do that. But if they want to make it available, let anyone do overtime, they can do that. Or they can limit permissions to different, to different employees for whatever their reasons might be. So they can, they can tune the system to the, the level of control that they want. But at the same time, that, in, that really empowers their staff. So when, when the staff have the power over their own work schedule, what you find is that really results in happier staff. Your staff are so much happier, even if they're working the same amount, if they're working the shifts that they want to work and they have that degree of control, they're happier, they have greater work-life balance as a result of that. So those are just really key components. Th those are outstanding concepts. And I think every provider listening can identify with that. Now, can you give us a real life example uh, you know, of, of how some of this works uh, with regard to what you were just saying, the human relations point of view and, and self-determination, I think, is what you come down to, right? Yeah, for sure. So one of the things that I think, this is my, my own opinion, that easy shifts or even any system, you know, any system that does similar things can really be beneficial is this idea of, of open scheduling. So we had one of our customers uh, early, early on, early on, uh, 2010, I want to say, came to us because they were looking for a system that would help them do open scheduling. And essentially what that is, if you're, not, if you're not familiar with that idea, is you basically just post the schedule with the slots, the open slots, and let the staff fill it for you. And what one of our customers will actually do, and I've, I've checked the logs and I've seen my, my own eyes how they do this, they, they have a schedule that's essentially open shifts Monday to Friday, and then they'll schedule out Friday night, Saturday, and then Sunday throughout the afternoon. And that's scheduled on a template, but the rest of it is open. And they'll post that schedule uh, two months ahead of time. Easy Shift sends out the notifications about the schedule being posted. And I kid you not, within two days or less, the staff have completely filled all of those shifts. And the beauty of that is they're working what they chose to work. And then the manager has, you know, in a sense, relinquished some of that control, which to many administrators might feel like a scary thought. 
to, to, to relinquish that control because they know how chaotic and hectic the schedule can be. But when you use the proper tool to do that, it starts to self-regulate. The employees can pick up the shifts they need. And then when something happens, um, they're enabled to make the change themselves. So then within a couple of weeks beforehand, if they need to make a trade, they, they do that themselves. And then with, with, when somebody's name is on the schedule, they, they're responsible to work that shift until they trade it. So you don't have a situation where somebody just doesn't show up, which, which could happen. You know, so many operators that we talk to before adopting a system like Easy Shifts, what tends to happen is they're running around with their pants on fire a day, the day of, like because somebody calls in, doesn't show up, or didn't know they had to come in, or they call in sick last minute. You have these last minute call-ins all the time. But that starts to starts to go away when you have a system like this because people they they consciously chose that shift themselves. They know when they're coming into work. They're looking at their work schedule. They're they're checking in every day. Like we see our, our users logging in. They they're checking their easy shifts every day. Okay. And uh, I th I think that's really a key because so many systems out there are kind of designed with really good reports that make the owner feel great, but their staff don't use it. Um, and we, we, we hear reports of that all the time where maybe they're, they're still doing something on paper and just plugging it into the system. But when your staff are checking their schedule every day with the software and they're making the changes themselves, then you have reliable data and then you can really have good quality reporting because they actually want to use it. And that's what we've done. We focused on providing a good tool for the, the nurse, the, the boots on the ground or the, the, the floor workers themselves and, and they love using it. Okay, great. Now, I think a little while ago, we were talking about this real life example that, as we said, you're, you're acute and post-acute and everything like that. Uh, wasn't there something about a director of emergency <laughs> services giving us a good real life example of some of the things you were just talking about on this, about the team getting together? Can you tell us about that? Yeah, I think I, I, think I mentioned it earlier, but um, basically, you know, I was interviewing them. They, um, we were actually, I reached out to them because of we were, they use a, a Kronos, which is one system out there that many use for running a payroll time and attendance. And, and we uh, were working with them on uh, being able to export the schedule into their Kronos. But then I asked her in, in that conversation, um, do you, what do you think the key was for you to kind of uh, make scheduling work? And that's where she, you know, she, she kind of surprised me a little bit, but alluded to the fact that really having a team meeting and communicating with everybody was really the key. And, and they've been a user of EasyShift for 12, 12 years. I mean, they've, they've been using it a very long time. They're a very reliable user. Um, no, no issues. They're very happy with it. But even in their, from their own word of mouth, the, the key is communication. The key is the team being able to collaborate. Do you have a system in place where the team is really able to collaborate with each other Everybody has all the necessary information at their fingertips so that they can make the decisions that they need to make. Those are the key takeaways from what I learned talking with her. And it's, it's the same story with all of our customers, really, that your team members need to feel that they are a part of a team, that they, they can contribute, that their feelings matter, um, that it, it matters, what their situation matters. And if they had the opportunity to work in an environment like that, they'll take it all day long. Uh, you know, what happens in a situation that doesn't have a good system in place for handling the work schedule is your best employees will get burned out. Every time there's an issue that comes up, what tends to happen is 
the most reliable person keeps getting called. Can you come in and take this shift? Can you come in and help me out? Can you bail me out again? And they eventually get burned out and then they, they quit and they have options of other places to go. So they're eventually going to land in a place that does give them that, that ability to have a say over their work schedule. So I really feel like that's where the industry is headed are the companies or the operators that are giving that assistance, that level of control to their employees are the ones that are ultimately going to, to, to fare the best in the long term. Great. I agree. Now, how has the platform most recently evolved to deal with COVID, for example? Oh, yeah. So just, I mean, there's, there's a bunch of different things. You know, when, when COVID first hit, like we weren't sure ourselves where this was headed. You know, we, we felt even that maybe we should just not be reaching out to people because we didn't want to, um, to be, you know, bothering them because they were so busy. You know, we saw situations and I'm, everybody here, I don't want to bring back any bad memories, but a CNA wasn't able to come in. So then the DON was working the floor, working a CNA shift that happened everywhere. We had people that wanted to start using easy shifts and they just didn't have the bandwidth to take on a new system uh, during COVID. And we totally understood that. So what we did is we just focused on what we could do to help. Like we, we always, since the beginning, tried to focus on empathy, tried to focus on listening to our customers. And we found that they actually needed us more than ever. Just, you know, example, some of the hospitals, all of them started needing to set up a screening department so that whenever somebody would, you know, they, the hospitals had screening set up. So when someone came into the hospital, they would go through COVID screening. That, that had to be scheduled with easy shifts. Our senior living, skilled nursing facilities, what would happen is we had our time off feature, but they had the situation now where they had to actually send somebody home because if they tested positive, they had to stay home and self-quarantine for two weeks or whatever their requirement was. And then how do they keep track of that? Well, we found that with a small adjustment to our time off feature, we were able to help them track uh, quarantine of their staff through easy shift. So I could go on and on, but um, we've, we've made enhancements to the system to really help out with that. And that was kind of our focus during that time. Okay. Excellent. Now I was going to ask, what role does open shift scheduling play in here and why? Yeah. So I think I mentioned that earlier that you can kind of refer to it as either uh, open scheduling or self-scheduling, right? Those are kind of the same, same general concept. So essentially what you're doing is you're, you're putting the schedule out there as an open slate and letting the staff come in and pick up what they need, what they are willing to work. And then given their changing circumstances, they're, uh, they're getting the schedule that works best for them. And again, if you have a, a good communication with your team where they understand each other's needs, the, the schedule will organically become the best possible schedule, something that a tool would never be able to, to do on its own. Very, very good. How does Easy Shifts distinguish itself and, you know, or integrate in the marketplace? Well, I think the key distinction with Easy Shifts is that, you know, many systems out there, it's evident that they were kind of designed for the admin more, so the person that wants, you know, maybe the one or two people in the back room that want to see a particular report. But what has, happens a lot of times with those systems is the, the staff themselves don't really want to use it. Um, maybe somebody, maybe they still do it on paper and somebody still has to fill in, fill in everything later. Um, in fact, one of my uh, developers was an RN working in a system like that. And that's what they were tasked to do when they were an RN is they would have to manually enter that information into their system. But we, we were designed primarily uh, for the user, for the nurse, the, uh, the floor staff. 
And the floor staff love using easy shifts. They, they log in every day. They check their schedules. Um, it, to them, it's like checking their Facebook. And they, they, they make the trades. They, they help their coworkers that way. So because we're designed for the user, um, they, they love using it. And then you end up with a more quality system. You have a more quality, you have more good data to report on. Uh, and that, that really is something I think that distinguishes us. And the fact that our customers have continuously used us for decades, um, we have virtually nobody ever cancels our system because they love it and it becomes a necessary part. When they move to a new company, they typically bring it with us. Um, we just recently had a beautiful testimonial from a, a lab worker that uh, ended up moving to a new hospital system. And they, the requests they made internally to their um, new hospital system, read like a testimonial because they were saying that all the all the problems they were facing, the hectic, the the drop shifts, uh, lost time off slips, all those things were an issue, and they needed easy shifts to be able to tame that chaos. So um, that's just what we've seen. Um, we focused on 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 the boots on the ground, on the nurse, and we ended up with a system that I think actually ends up benefiting the admin because of that. Well, spot on, definitely. And I, I got to tell you, you've uncovered a number of great issues today. So here's maybe the toughest one I wanted to, I told you, I was going to probably ask you, what's your biggest takeaway then for today's, frankly, beleaguered long-term care operators and managers? Oh, man. I I guess for, for me, it's just whether or not it feels that way, uh, we're, we're listening and we, we care. We may not know to the full extent what you've been going through these last couple of years, but we genuinely care. And not just myself, but I know other companies in the industry. Um, we're doing everything we can to provide you the best support that we can. And I would just say a takeaway for you is for the, the operators is please be open in telling us what you need. Um, I, I love hearing issues like when someone of our team comes in and says somebody complained about something, right? I always tell my team to take a positive view of that because we need to hear those things because that's what makes our product better. So I would just love to hear directly from our customers or anyone that's not our customer, tell us what issues you're facing because it may be something that we're able to help with and because we genuinely want to do what we can to, to help and make, make things better. So I would just say be, be open in, in sharing your concerns uh, with, with the companies you're working with because we do genuinely want to help. Outstanding observation. Well, there you have it, folks. Getting the right employees is only part of the battle. And no doubt, it's a big one today. But you have to keep them feeling empowered, and empathy must play a major role. It's the way of the world nowadays, or should be. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast as much as I have. We've been speaking with Michael Christensen of Easy Shifts. Michael, thank you for your time and insights. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the McKnight's Long-Term Care News Market Leaders Podcast. I'm Jim Berklin, wishing you good health and outstanding days ahead. Mm-hmm.